Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Pediatric ERs filling up. It's going to be a rough winter. I mean, we're already seeing our numbers spike. Energy crisis in Ukraine. Rolling blackouts as the frigid winter approaches. Sentencing day for Steve Bannon. For defying the January 6th committee. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. Parents across the country are nervous about a respiratory virus called RSV. Doctors say it's an amped up version of the common cold that's particularly dangerous for young children. Correspondent Omar Villafranca has details from Texas. RSV cases are filling up the emergency room at Cook Children's Hospital in Fort Worth, Texas. One of those patients is 19-month-old Nash. His mother, Jerry Akers, told us she brought him back to the ER after his symptoms got worse. Really, we didn't see a lot of change, but my instinct this morning was like, I need to go back. Dr. Daniel Guzman is treating the toddler. Well, they're breathing harder, they're breathing faster, their head bobbing, they're kind of moving their head back and forth, and they're making a grunting noise. That's when we wanted to take some more action. Dr. Guzman says at least one-third of the ER patients he sees every day have RSV. We don't see this surge typically until December or January and sometime into February. This is going to be a rough winter season. Dr. Guzman says the unusual timing of this surge may be related to the pandemic. Our immune system is kind of taking a, a, a holiday. But now that we're back in schools, we're not wearing masks. Now we're being re-exposed and now we're seeing the numbers increase. In Ukraine, President Zelensky claims Russia has laid landmines in a plan to blow up a hydroelectric dam in southern Kakova and destroy the local water supply. It would also leave the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant without water for cooling. For now, staying warm is the challenge for many Ukrainians. Holly Williams reports from the capital. Vitaly Klitschko is the mayor of Kiev, a former world heavyweight champion. He told us his country urgently needs better air defense systems. Please, please, we need that. He's begging for help because of this. A new wave of Russian strikes that Ukraine says destroyed 30% of its power stations in just over a week. The government's warning of rolling blackouts. Natalia Shkarupa and her daughter Ilona live in a tiny apartment in the suburbs of Kyiv. If the heating doesn't work this winter, Natalia told us, they'll go and stay in her parents' house where there's a wood burner. Giving up is not an option, she said. We believe there's a bright future. I'm Stephen Portnoy. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy told Punchbowl News this week that if Republicans take control of Congress, they won't give Ukraine a blank check. The president responded Thursday at a Democratic fundraiser in Philadelphia. These guys don't get it, he told donors, saying the notion of backing away from Ukraine would have serious consequential outcomes. This is sentencing day for Steve Bannon. 
He could become the first person with close ties to Donald Trump to be sent to prison in connection with the January 6th attack. Correspondent Scott McFarlane is in Washington. The federal prosecutors are going to recommend a six-month prison sentence for Steve Bannon, the former Trump campaign manager and White House aide. The feds will argue Bannon used hyperbolic rhetoric to disparage the January 6th committee and personally attack the committee members. He was convicted of contempt of Congress in a matter of hours by a D.C. jury. Bannon will, of course, argue for leniency and signals an appeal is still coming. A federal judge has denied a request by Republican officials in six states to block the Biden administration's student loan forgiveness program. District Judge Henry Autry says they couldn't show they'd been harmed by it. The ruling paves the way for the government to forgive hundreds of billions of dollars in student debt. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. A jury in New York has found Kevin Spacey did not sexually abuse Anthony Rapp when the actors were appearing in a Broadway show together in 1986. Mr. Spacey is deeply grateful for the jury system. Spacey's attorney saying he's deeply grateful for the system. Rapp, who was 14 at the time, sued for $40 million in damages. But civil rights attorney James Simone says some of the details he presented at court may have worked against him. The nature of the encounter was very brief. There were inconsistencies in his testimony. He said that it was in a bedroom and apparently Mr. Spacey lived in a studio. Spacey still faces criminal charges in England for separate sexual misconduct claims. A jury in Los Angeles has found a former UCLA gynecologist guilty of sexually abusing his female patients. James Heaps was found guilty on five of 21 counts involving sexual assaults of seven women between 2009 and 2018. The guilty counts included sexual battery and sexual penetration of an unconscious person. He was found not guilty on seven counts. On the remaining counts, the jury was deadlocked. Another L.A. school, USC, is dealing with a similar scandal involving its former gynecologist. USC has paid out more than a billion dollars in civil settlements. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Some former child care providers in the South have been charged with terrifying toddlers in their care. CBS's Jim Crisula explains. Five former workers at a daycare in Monroe County in northeastern Mississippi have been charged with child abuse after one of them wore a horror mask to scare children. A video of the incident at the Lil Blessings Child Care went viral. At the end of this, all the women involved are brought to light to the damage they've done and the trauma they've brought to families, the parents, and the children. Caitlin Johnson's two-year-old son was among those children 
traumatized by the incident. Elon Musk has big plans to slim down. If he takes over Twitter, he's told prospective investors he would get rid of almost 75 percent of workers. CNET's Ian Schur. It seems a foregone conclusion that no matter how this acquisition plays out, we are going to be dealing with a very different Twitter in the future. Some analysts believe massive cuts would impact Twitter's ability to control harmful content and prevent security breaches. Taylor Swift's Midnight Train has officially left the station. It's me, Her 10th original album, Midnight's, dropped at midnight Eastern. Three hours later came seven bonus songs. They said the end is coming. Sweet Nothing was written by Swift and William Bowery, an alias Swift has acknowledged for her boyfriend, actor Joe Alwyn. Every day, our world gets a little more connected but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Texas is suing Google for getting up close and personal without asking first. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton contends the tech giant Google is violating the state's capture or use of Biometric Identifier Act by using the biometric data on millions of Texans, including voice prints and records of face geometry through products like Google Photos, Google Assistant, and Nest Hub Max. They're collecting an average of 7,000 data points on all of us, something that I think most consumers are not aware of. Google says it will fight the lawsuit, claiming Paxton is missing characterizing Google products in what they call another breathless lawsuit. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. And upscale ice cream company Van Leeuwen has agreed to pay more than $33,000 in fines for accepting credit only for its pricey cones, cups, and pints in New York. The city made cash bans illegal two years ago. And that's the World News Roundup, produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay, and and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.